You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hark the sound. It's your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and I'm happy to have you rocking with me today. Do yourself a favor, download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. It's Midweek Mac. We're going to talk about what Mac Brown said in his midweek press conference and how he is trying to encourage these guys to relax a little, have be, be patient, and gear up for Saturday's matchup against Virginia Tech. We're also going to talk about athletes who are continuing to set the tone for non-sports-related issues and why that is still so very important. And finally, Lakers in five, and I'm going to tell you why Danny Green is on his way to his third title. So here we go with UNC football. Offensively, Mac Brown is just feeling like they are excited to play a ranked team. He said running the ball is going to be critical for us again and trying to be patient in the pocket with Sam Howell is going to also be very much a thing that Carolina has to remain focused and capitalize on. When he was speaking about Virginia Tech, he too said that they are running the ball like crazy, better than anyone in the country, better than better than anyone in the country. Um, aside from Army and Air Force. Defensively, he felt like they've had 13 sacks and several QB hurries this season already. And, you know, two years ago, they lost in the last 19 seconds. Last year, Carolina lost in six overtimes. So can Carolina get over the Hokies hump, right? It's going to be so important for Carolina to try and just get this win that has been on that monkey on Carolina's back for so long. Nobody on this current roster has beat Virginia Tech. You know, everyone has always played, you know, hard, but not come up with the win. So that is going to be crucial for Carolina in this game. And it's going to be very telling about the progress. And I know we want to see hard fought games and maybe coming up short, but I'm, I'm tired of that. Like, I think Carolina, we're past that point. Like, we know we have the capability. We know we have the talent. So it's just beyond just a simple oh, we had a moral victory. Screw that. I'm done with moral victories. I'm ready for us to beat the Hokies. UNC was more Carolina uh, rehab and all that stuff and updates on some players who might get some action this weekend were Cam Kelly and Patrice Renee. You know, both have been out with some knee issues and what should take nine months for a knee has had to take a year because they haven't had access to the training staff and, you know, being able to rehab properly. It's been, you know, uh, very much a hard enduring thing that they've had to go through. So I am excited for them to see more play and get some more reps under their belt. And honestly, it just speaks to controlling what you can control. Like the uncontrollables are there and they exist. And unfortunately they were in the mix of what 2020 really is all about. And I think that this year, you know, you just got to have fun and believe you can be you know, a great team and believe that you can get healthy and come back and stay positive no matter how long it takes. And this year truly doesn't count. So why not, you know, be excited for it? Why not assume that you can be undefeated? Like when I first started at the beginning of the show, I said, we're going to let them know. Why not? Why not, Carolina? I mean, 2020 taught you anything. It's to go freaking big or go home. Like time is short. <laughs> we're going to have, we might have a season. We might not. 
we might start playing the season. We might not be able to finish the season, but why not, you know, get excited for it and just see what we can do overall. And so I think that's definitely where Carolina is at. When talking about Carolina's offense again, Mac Brown said the team is going through a lot of emotions that nobody, you know, has really felt so much pressure like they have before because they've been holding themselves to this high standard now that everyone's been, you know, talking so highly of them. But got to learn to give themselves grace some more. You know, the media has told them that they're even better than before, and yet nobody's acknowledging that they played, you know, a great Syracuse defense, a great Boston College defense, but, oh, we haven't gotten 45 points. So, you know, we're not a Carolina of old, a Carolina of last year. And I'm like, hell, we just want to be Carolina consistent. <laughs> like, I get once you've seen a little flash of greatness, you just want it all the time. And Sam Howell certainly showed that flash and flare hit from his freshman year, but yet, it seems very frustrating that we aren't, you know, giving these guys an opportunity to get back in some sort of rhythm, especially considering it's 2020. So I think two games is enough and fair. And I'm hoping that as we go into this game on Saturday, we will see kind of Car- the Carolina. We thought we would see it kind of the beginning of the season. So maybe that's what we can hope for. But I think last year it was about being decent. Also, I think we were just trying to see what Mac Brown could do. And now it's about dominating every game. And, you know, we just want to kind of find a happy medium, (laughs) you know, find a happy medium. We have more weapons than we usually have. And we have a good problem with depth growth. We're so used to not having people on depth that it's now crazy for us to acknowledge that, hey, we have some great people in front of us and all of that good stuff. So high expectations for sure. But you know, when it comes to perfection, of course, we want on Virginia Tech on Saturday, we want the defense to shut them out. That would be awesome. You know, we want the offense to score all freaking day. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But, you know, at the end, what, what, what can we do? What can we do besides just giving our best and hoping that Sam can deliver and the run team can help him out if need be? And then in the, in the on the defensive side, we can have Chaz leading the guys and have our secondary doing much better than they have before. And I think we've got to get our goggles back a little refocused <laughs> because we're, we're, we're seeing the greatness and we know what it is. And now that we've gotten glimpses of it, we're, we're getting a little bit uh, happy off of it, Carolina fans. I certainly think that's the case. Now, we can't force it, and offense hasn't um, relaxed and played as they could. But when you, look, you think about the Boston College game, when Carolina could have put it away, sealed the deal. That's how you know we still need a little bit of time. Could have sealed the game away, could have scored with seven minutes and 46 seconds left, and they weren't able to capitalize on that. So it still shows that there's still a team that's very much learning and all about finishing games, which is what Mac Brown is hoping that these guys can continue to do. And winning or losing, you know, doesn't affect, he thinks, recruiting. Guys are choosing earlier and that they want to come to your program if you can win overall. I mean, hell, Diego Pound committing was probably my favorite part because we need offensive linemen. Like, we need those guys who are ready to come. You see a Sam Howell doing well, and you're like, or if you see Sam Howell having a bad game, I want an offensive lineman to be like, hey, I can protect Sam. I can be that guy who makes sure that Sam is, you know, under or protected and has, you know, plenty of time in the pocket. I'll be that. I I want more of that. I want more Diego's out here in the world to give my guy Sam all the time that he needs. But 
overall, I think that, you know, Mac has the right mindset heading into Saturday and he wants to just keep focused and going. And that's all we can really do. But as he heads and drives into, you know, Saturday's game, I hope that he has checked out rockauto.com chain stores that have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere you can leave five stars you can leave a review all that good stuff all where podcasts are available you can find locked on tar heels or you can follow us on twitter at locked on heels or me personally again at candace d cooper i love to talk to you and i will certainly talk back as we gear up for Saturday's game, I will be live tweeting from the Virginia Tech game. Let's talk about what, you know, play-by-play, what's going on, what's happening. How can we feel excited about it? How can we might be a little frustrated? We're going to discuss it all on Saturday at 12 on ABC. Now, players wanted to vote and figure out how to get a voting site on UNC's campus. One thing that Mac Brown mentioned in his midweek press conference is that the players have been very vocal about ensuring that they have the opportunity to vote and that they want to vote. and. Overall, Mac Brown said it was up to the city of Chapel Hill whether or not they could have a voting site on campus. But, you know, this player-led movement has been great to see. As I continue to say it, it's important because you have to not only be able to speak up, but your coaches have to acknowledge that you're, you know, doing good stuff, right? Like your coaches have to acknowledge and want to hear you out because a lot of coaches shut it down. You know, Mac Brown admitted when he was at Texas, you know, that's just not something he would talk about. He didn't really talk about politics, didn't want to talk about politics, which I'm sure I get. I understand the optics of it, but when we see the progress of, you know, recognizing that the athlete is beyond just an athlete. And I am glad that we're all moving to a place of saying, hey, These guys are fully aware of what's going on in our world and we should acknowledge that and try our best to, you know, adhere to listening to them and giving them opportunities to be successful in this space. And I appreciate the guys for being vocal about it and not, and I appreciate Mac Brown for allowing them to be vocal about it and actually listening and whatever they needed, they'll, he'll change and fix. Like from the time he's gotten on back on campus I've heard a lot of players say, like, he listened to us. Whatever we wanted, we wanted improvements, we wanted change, we wanted upgrades. He's made it happen. And I think that's what you need. You need a pl- you need a coach that you can trust that will actually – I mean, can't do everything, right? I'm sure they wanted, you know, filet mignon every night, but let's be honest. <laughs> the budget can't allow for that, right? So we got that going on. But I appreciate no more sticking just to sports and that athletes want a voice. Mac Brown actually admitted that he's – not not only not being in politics about that, he hasn't voted in a very long time. He told a funny story about saying he didn't know whether Bill Clinton was a Democrat or Republican when he came on UNC's campus um, during Mac's first stint. He said he doesn't vote often, especially in the last few years. And that's my one little quirk about Mac. Now, listen, I love Mac. I love, you know, y'all know this is a Mac Brown stand account, but voting is so important. And I think, you know, sometimes I you know, take this, don't take this any kind of wrong way. But when you, when you think about privilege, right, you know, it's a privilege to not vote and still be okay. Like it doesn't, 
in a lot of ways affect you. And so I think that's a part of recognizing privilege from anyone, right? If you don't vote and you see that pretty much your life hasn't changed because of it, like, okay, you're, you're very lucky that nothing has shaken or, you know, your kids are not moved out of a certain district or, you know, there's no longer budgets for your job. So you lose it because of, you know, because of those situations and budget cuts, what have you. And, you know, certain people will never be like directly affected by, you know, politics and that's fine. But because there are people that are, and because we live in a democracy, it's just helpful to just do like checking a couple boxes. If you knew that would help people get certain kind of funding, if you knew that would help shape, you know, the future generations, like why, why not? Right. That's my, that's my soapbox voting for the day. But he said he plans to go vote this year. <laughs> so Mac, he's going to come back and come back to where I still, I mean, I still love him, but you know, I need him to vote. His young people are inspiring him and he's being educated right along with them. So that's my own little gripe about Mac, but I'm glad that he's back on the voting wagon and I hope he does vote and he goes with the team and they take team buses and roll out or early voting, whatever they need to do. I just want everybody to make sure that they vote especially North Carolina that's a swing state so do your part I'm not gonna you know harp on y'all I just think you know voting is key and critical and October 9th is the last day to register to vote um for North Carolina so listen people this is not a game what's more importantly is not a game is if you haven't gotten built bar yet if you have not had the opportunity to get your fitness together and get your nutrition in order I'm trying to tell you you better hop on this built bar train Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Final segment of the day, we are going to talk about Danny Green and these Lakers, and more importantly, or I should say LeBron James and these Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers will try to win their 17th national championship. Wow, national championship. See, so what happens when you have national champions playing for NBA championships. You get it all. It's all a blur because that's what greatness is at Carolina. So the Lakers will try to win their 17th NBA championship in Black Mamba fashion. The Lakers will wear their Black Mamba uniforms, which are styled in honor of the late Kobe Bryant on Friday, game five at 9 p.m. So I just, we all know (laughs) that the Lakers wearing the Black Mamba is pretty much a done deal. I mean, you can write the ticket for the championship, get the confetti going. LeBron James is not losing on Black Mamba jersey night. I just, that's, that's not happening, right? And they were slated to wear the black alternate uniforms in game two and and seven of the NBA finals and a team source confirmed to ESPN. But on Friday, having the Lakers go up 3-1 over the Heat in the best of seven series, the Lakers are 4-0 this postseason when wearing black Mamba uniforms designed by Nike. The Lakers black Mamba uniforms feature snakeskin print and drop shadows on the numbers. A flashback to a detail from the Lakers uniform when Bryant was a rookie in 96 to 97. So I'm going to give you three reasons (laughs) why they'll win tomorrow. First of all, being undefeated in a Mamba uniform hits differently. You know, it's just 
with everything that's gone on this year, I still can't believe that Kobe passed away this year, right? And we're that was in January, and it feels like we've been in 2020 for about 20 years. Um, honestly, the weeks are long as hell, but the months go by like a blur. That's how I've described 2020. I like the weeks. I'm like, damn, it's only Tuesday, and then you mess around and you're like, wow, it's almost December, you know? And you just it's all a blur, but. You know, honoring Kobe is so important, especially in this season with everything going on. So I definitely understand why the Lakers decided to switch it up a bit. Vanessa Bryant, number two, my number two reason is Vanessa Bryant put on her Instagram story, Mamba and Mama Sita jerseys approved for game five. So off the strength, okay, of the fact that she tweeted about it or put it on her Instagram story, that lets you know you can't, like, you can't lose, right? Like, you have to win for the family so sorry no pressure but you absolutely have to get it done for the family and then my final thought is Danny Green and Contavious Pope are not going to mess this up like I think playing off emotion is what Danny Green does best and of course he's had a really streaky NBA playoffs but when it comes to this in this moment when it can seal the deal and get things done I, I just don't see him messing up. Like, he's been clutch. Like, he knows when it's time to be clutch, clutch. Like, some people, they struggle with being clutch. <laughs> and other people, you know, they, they struggle with feeling like, okay, I, I'm going to be hot all the time. Like, Danny has that happy medium of being clutch, clutch. Like, he knows just when it's time to, like, put on his, I don't know, his shooting shoes, whatever's needed, or you know, that extra hump to get over, and he gets it done. So, I'm not worried about Danny Green in this game. If there's one thing I know, it's like he's had that come to Jesus with him and LeBron, and they're going to uh, get things done for sure. So final thoughts of the day, you know, like to leave with Priceless Jim. Make sure, like I mentioned with Mac Brown, that you are doing your part in voting. And if you see your privilege, you are acknowledging it and you want to do better and create change for people. So you are registering to vote. Friday is the last day to register to vote in North Carolina. And, you know, it takes one, it takes one second <laughs> to just check some boxes and put out your information and do your part. I don't care what party you vote for, could care less. I just want you to exercise your right. It is your right as a you know a citizen of this country and it's just so important to do so. Like I can't emphasize that enough how critical it is to make sure that you vote because you know everyone has not always been afforded that opportunity. Even more now people are not afforded that opportunity and so much is at stake with this election. Again, whatever you decide that's between you and yours. I just want you to do your part. And I will feel much better about it. Friday, we are going to talk about Virginia Tech. Sorry, I had a brain, brain little blurb there. We're going to talk about Virginia Tech. Five key observations that we want to see from the Tar Heels heading into Saturday's game. Well, what do we need to keep our eyes on? And how are we going to get through Saturday without going crazy? Because I just I feel a heart attack coming, but I need, need to know if y'all can y'all can talk me off the ledge. I'm going to be super excited about it, but I'm I'm ready to get this win under our belt. So let's discuss it tomorrow on Locked on Tar Heels. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. You have an awesome, you know, Friday as we get up for it. And we're going to head into that weekend with a W. So be smart, be safe. More importantly, wear those masks. And as always, go here. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.